You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. and welcome to Hit the Books, the only weekly realistic fantasy booking podcast in the universe. I am your host, as always, Ryan Knightsey. And with me, as always, is the man of a thousand nicknames, Mikey Man Freddy. Mikey, how are you doing, bud? I'm doing great. I am ready to book this card. We have a great show opener, and this is just, it's the go-home show, Ryan. It's the go-home show, right? We're almost, Be- at, our, we're almost at our pit stop, our, our Elimination Chamber rest stop. Yes, the, the rest stop that is Elimination Chamber on the road to WrestleMania. Are we going to get some truck stop burritos? Um, yes, and beef jerky, because you can't go on a road trip without some good old-fashioned beef jerky. This, this episode sponsored by Beef Jerky. Man. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Full stop. Full stop. Didn't last week we said we were going to stop doing so many food bits? <laughs> we can't immediately open up we the show. We both ate breakfast before this, too, so we wouldn't be hungry. We, we can't open the show and talk about Beef Jerky and Truck Stop Burritos. Oh, God, what are we doing? God, maybe we're just a foodies. Let's say we're only funny in food-based bits. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe that's what it is. Maybe we're just big old foodies that our only our comedy comes stems from food. Um. Anyway, I got no transition out of that one. But anyway, thank you everybody for listening to this week's episode of Hit the Books. Um, like we said at the top. We are a realistic fantasy booking podcast. So, if you don't know what that is, it's kind of like GM mode from uh, or universe mode from those, those video games, WWE video games. But basically, every week, Mikey and I sit down and we write up an entire card of SmackDown on Fox every two hours, uh, every week from, uh, what was it, Hell in a Cell last year to now. Um, That's right. We write up a new card every two hours. Yes, every two hours, a brand new card, practically. Uh, now, uh, we write up two hours of SmackDown, so that means the, all the matches, the, the promos, the segments, you know, the rivalries, the winners, uh, all get decided by us, and we tell you all what we are doing week by week as we prepare for each pay-per-view, which, if, for instance, this Sunday is Elimination Chamber, our pay-per-view, our pit stop, like we said, before WrestleMania, so I would definitely subscribe if you are not so that you can check out Elimination Chamber. Unlike WWE, this Chamber pay-per-view is free. So why not subscribe uh, and you can get that pay-per-view. It's free to new subscribers, old subscribers, and literally any subscriber. <laughs> so why not subscribe? It's free. Just just do it, I guess. I'm Michael Cole. Um, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, if you subscribe, you get that Elimination Chamber pay-per-view for free. So definitely check it out uh, when that gets released this Sunday. So, yeah, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at HitTheBooksPod. But uh, I guess any more plugs? Uh, maybe that's probably all the plugs for now. Um, let, me close up, let me steal a bit from Comedy Bang Bang and close up the plug bag. 
uh, and uh, let's get into it. Mikey, how are you doing? You say you're doing good. We're, we're all prepped and ready. We're getting preparing our bodies for what is Elimination Chamber. Oh, yeah. And uh, the, the, hellish, the hellish structure. Well, not the hellish structure. The hellish structure, as we all know, is Hell in a Cell. It's painted red, for God's sake. The brutal structure that is the Elimination Chamber. What is it? Like, something like 2,200 pounds of steel. Oh yeah, we gotta. We can only do elimination chamber pay per view uh, if we get the the facts and figures. Uh, yeah. There's a 22 feet of hard steel chain link fence, 16 feet high, over 10 tons. I over compr- 10 tons. Two two Four. miles of chain link fence. <laughs> bulletproof glass on every chamber <laughs> oh i forgot about the bulletproof glass gimmick we real. i feel like they barely talk about that ever again probably because i feel like you can't say bullet or something in pg context yeah right um uh, but that was that was presumably the original oh, that's the original structure can i get some stats on the new structure wikipedia um Let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, oh, nope, it just tells me how big the large cutout of the WWE logo at the c- ceiling is. Oh, just just what we needed. Um, oh, that's, yeah, I, that's what we wanted. So, Mikey, the chamber, of course, was redesigned in 2017. Did you like the redesign, or did you uh, prefer the old chain link fence? I like the redesign. I thought it was good, especially with the... Um... Like the mats they have now on the sides, mm-hmm. so people don't just have to keep taking bumps on steel grate. Yeah, it's definitely safer for the performers. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I, li- I-, I like the redesign. I think it looks, I think it looks much better and much more modernized. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like the new doors and stuff. I think it looks good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, I-, I think it looks kind of cool. I-, I think I'm always gonna have a uh, something in my heart for the original, the OC with the with the, with the pyramid top. Oh yeah, just like the just the whole. I, I loved. I just love, dude. I just love the Elimination Chamber. The other, what was it? A couple months ago, I rewatched the first ever Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. Um, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Chris Jericho, Kane, Booker T, and Rob Van Dam, and Jesus, that was a great match. <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. Um, the Elimination Chamber that I always have a place in my heart is the one where Edge took Kofi out because I that was the first Elimination Chamber I got to watch live. Oh yeah, what? Which chamber? Well, that was was that No Way Out twenty nineteen? Was that what it was? I think, and then Edge ended up winning. Yes, Edge ends up winning uh, the the match. I yes, that was but that was before it was rebranded as just the Elimination Chamber pay per view. Yes, before the match started, Edge attacked Kofi Kingston, replaced him in the match. Uh, classic, classic time. Ooh, here's the here's a trivia game, Mikey. Do you know? At all, can you guess who was on the pay-per-view poster for No Way Out 2009? I can give you tons of hints. I imagine you're going to need one to get any sort of idea. Um, but I guess, do you have any guess right now? Um, um, Edge. Uh, no. No, he is not. Uh, th- this guy is no longer uh, with the company. Oh, good. Um... Is it Cody Rhodes? No. Uh, here's another hint. Uh, this man um, had uh, started on SmackDown as a big like monster heel, and as a first big, un- uh, big surprising win was against the Undertaker. Was it Luke Harper? 
Oh, my mistake. His not win. His first singles loss was against The Undertaker. Oh, then I don't know. Uh, I have no idea. You got me. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Moving on. Uh, later down the line, he uh, eventually moved to ECW and like kind of really didn't do that much. Uh, joined up with William Regal, but eventually well, that doesn't that doesn't help because nobody in ECW really did much. And when he came to when ECW ended, he went over to Raw and teamed with Santino Morella. Okay, who did Santino team with? What the heck? This is really going through the history of one person that is incredibly difficult. Who the heck did Santino? All I remember Santino teaming with is Beth Phoenix. Um, they uh, this team had an amazing segment uh, that was uh, critically acclaimed, honestly, uh, where it was these two people in Manchester, England, um, having tea in the middle of the ring, and it involved Santino Morella doing a uh, hilariously funny and terrible British accent on top of his hilariously and awful. A, a, whatever Italian, I get, I don't know. <laughs> Accent. I dude, I have no idea. Uh, I'll give you one final hint, if you need it. Was it? Was it that one dude from like a Kozlov? Yes, Vladimir hey, Kozlov. It, it came back to me. You're really going through your brain's eye and being like, I was. It was, it was like, I was like going through the files. I was like, <laughs> you're like, hold on. Hold on. Uh, uh. Yeah. Really pulling, going in deep there. Uh, my next, my next hint was going to be that I he forgot they were a tag team. That yeah. Was weird. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah. My next hint was going to be, he played a Russian on TV. <laughs> I would have done it. Yeah, I definitely would have done it. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, this game, I guess, <laughs> opening up uh, SmackDown. Uh, let's get into the card. I mean, that was a big uh, distraction away from what we're doing here, Mikey. So let's get into it. Let's open up the show. Let's start it all off. And what better way to start off with Mikey? Who are we starting off with? Starting off with my boy Kevin Owens. He opens up SmackDown Live saying that this Sunday and at the Elimination Chamber, it's going to be rough for him. After what Sami Zayn and Cesaro did to him, both physically, mentally, and emotionally, is insane. Sami talks all about how I need to remember my past and how I need to make friends and sur- to survive in this business. And you know, maybe Sami is right. I mean, look, Sami made friends with Cesaro, and the two attacked me to teach me a lesson. Their friendship helped Zam- Sami earn a spot at the actual Elimination Chamber match to get one step closer to a shot at the WWE Championship. Maybe Sami is right. Or... Sami Zayn and Cesaro, or Sami Zayn and Cesaro come out and interrupt Kevin Owens. Sami is celebrating in the fact that Kevin Owens finally agrees with him that Sami is right. Friendship is the only way to, to succeed in this business. Just look at Cesaro. He's helping me get even closer to the WWE Championship. And I'm sorry we have to hurt your leg, Kevin. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why Sami calling. Sammy calling him just Kevin is very funny. Put, I love how you put so much emphasis on it, too. You were like, here, Kevin. I'm sorry we had to hurt your leg, Kevin. But you were just in our way. But I can make it up to you by allowing by, by allowing Cesaro to replace you in the Elimination Chamber. I know that sounds crazy with your leg in- I know that sounds crazy, but with your leg injury, I don't want you to get hurt anymore, friend. Oof. And Cesaro has promised that if he wins, he will give his number one contendership to you instead because that's what friends do. They help each other, not stab each other in the back. 
Kevin agrees, and Cesaro and Sammy celebrate. When they go to leave, Owen stands off of his crutch and hits Cesaro square in the back with it. What? He gets up. He's okay. It's fine. He's He's been faking it? He's been faking it this whole time? Sammy looks disgusted at Kevin as Kevin says he'll never be friends with you and then attacks Sammy. Security comes out and separates them as Sammy holds Cesaro's head to his hands, crying out, <laughs> crying out God like from one of those movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to read that last sentence exactly how you wrote it. Okay, sure. <laughs> exactly how it was written. Cesaro's head, Sammy holds Cesaro's head in his hands, crying out, like, crying out to God like from one of those movies. I mean, am I wrong, though? I mean, that's <laughs> what he's doing. I put the image in your head, and it's there. Yeah, so, oh my god. Kevin Owens is 100% fine for Elimination Chamber, and he's going in, and he's going in. Sami Zayn's going in without Cesaro. Uh, Cesaro is now hurt, I guess you could say. Maybe kayfabe, maybe hurt a little bit. Uh, I mean, he did take a crutch to the back sure that would hurt just uh, in general i've never took a crutch to the back but i have to imagine it hurts right i think that's what you gotta do we gotta start taking crutches to each other's backs <laughs> is that what we're gonna do when we meet up we're just gonna start doing start like really getting in the minds of our uh, our competitors here we're gonna start taking butt bumps and back <laughs> bumps and stomach bumps i guess i don't know Ah, oh, jeez. Ah, oh, jeez. yeah so kevin owens uh refuses friendship to Sami Zayn. Uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn heading into the chamber this Sunday uh, to really uh, cement their feud, I guess you could say. Uh, again, Mikey, Elimination Chamber's number one contenders match. Um, do you have any pick right now uh, about who you would like to see win? I mean, it. I don't want to. Obviously, we don't want to play our cards here, but like, do you in in if you were watching this program, who would you want to win Elimination Chamber? Obviously, I want Kevin Owens to win because that's just me as a person. <laughs> so i guess gun to your head if you had to pick kevin owens versus Sami Zayn, you're gonna go with kevin owens kevin owens 100 percent. yeah what about Sami Zayn and andrade um i mean i could see sammy winning it but like eh and andrade i definitely he definitely has a chance for sure well no i mean in general and in, <clears throat> in, in general in and and in any world in any context or whatever as a person, uh, Sami Zayn versus Andrade. Who do you picking? Uh, Andrade probably. Where does Sami Zayn fall on your list? He listen. He hasn't wrestled in a while. I haven't seen him in action. I don't know if he still got it. I don't know. I don't know if he still got the in the source. real world. He hasn't wrestled in a while. For us, he's wrestled, but in the real world, he hasn't wrestled in a while. So the other day, I found uh, this uh, game. I guess you could say would be the word. Um, kind of game. It, what it was was this. Uh, uh, what's, what's the word? Um, uh, it was like a bias sorter. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Um, basically, what it do- does is it. You know, you put in all of these names. Um, you put in, uh, blah 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 blah, like uh, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Andrade, etc. 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 And then it, it sets up the te- the names and like one on one battles. You pick who you think you know who wins in these contests or whatever. And like you're like, oh, I love Kevin Owens more than Andrade, so Kevin Owens is who I pick. Um, and then it basically at when when you go through everybody, 
it sorts out who's your favorite to least favorite. Interesting. So maybe that's the way for us to find out who really lies in your bed, Sami Zayn or Kevin Owens or Andrade. Always Kevin Owens. Or is it Roman Reigns, Mikey? It's Kevin Owens. It's Roman Reigns, you son of a bitch. I knew it. It's Roman Reigns. It's got to be... It's gotta I be. To, I don't need to. I don't need to. Yes, end you here. It's Kevin Owens. <laughs> it's Roman, or it, or is it? Is it's it? Like, it's like I think it's Kevin Owens, and then I get home and just like in my bed, you just hear. I just walk into my bedroom, and all of a sudden, I just hear burner, 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 burner. Burn you walk into your bedroom. Like, God damn it! You walk into your bedroom, like Vladimir Kozlov. What are you doing here? <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. Next up, speaking of Andrade, we have a one-on-one match, which is Andrade taking on Grand Metalik. Of course, Metalik is joined by his Lucha House Party bros, Kalisto and Lince Dorado. But it is Andrade that ends up getting the victory, earning more momentum as he heads into the Elimination Chamber. All right, Andrade. Yeah, just a simple little match here. Uh, Mikey, what's next? Next up. We have a segment with One Nation calling out the Street Profits, challenging them to a three-on-three tag team match. Now that we have our new recruit, we'll be unstoppable, so it won't even matter who you choose. Meet us in the ring later tonight. Oh, a little trios action, baby. Yeah. One Nation, Street Profits, have to pick a partner. I've got to find a partner. I love it. I love it. Mm, Interesting. Interesting. I'm very interested to see who they pick. Uh, okay. Okay. I like it. I like it, but it looks like we have some more tag team action. Mikey, what's happening? Next up, we have The Miz, John Morrison, and Sheamus versus The OC. Another six-man tag match. Uh, and this one's big. This one's got big stakes on it. We got number one. It looks like we got some people who are who might have a shot at the, the SmackDown tag titles, and we got the number one contender for the Intercontinental title versus the champions. Oh, boy. And in the end, Miz, John Morrison, and Sheamus pick up the victory with nice. Morrison pitting Gallows. Nice, nice, nice. Does this mean officially that Miz and Morrison are going after the titles at Elimination Chamber? Yes. At Elimination Chamber, it would be the Miz and John Morrison versus the, versus the OC for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. And it's already been said that we have Sheamus versus AJ Styles for the Intercontinental Championship. But, Mikey... Mm-hmm. Um, Two shots. Two shots for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, Miz and Morrison. They're going after it again. Do Will they be able to succeed? I don't know. I guess we'll see. Playing it close to the chest, I see, my friend. Playing it close to the chest. I guess we'll see it at our pay-per-view. What? I guess our, our free purview. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> but we're not... No one's paying for it. I guess that's fair. I guess that's fair. Let's keep moving along. In a backstage interview, the Iconics say that their match in Elimination Chamber for the Women's Tag Team Championships against the Country Club will be in dedication to their home country. Not to get too sentimental, but they felt that they need to win back those Women's Tag Team Championships, not just for themselves, but for the home country. Uh, Now is the chance to do it. Now is the perfect time to do it. Uh, and they are putting their all into putting their all, putting everything they have into this match, Elimination Chamber, to win those tag team championships back. They were only they only had a reign for like a week or two or something, like a very short reign, like one month or something. So they yeah. re- definitely want to bring it back. I don't know why. I think the iconics calling Australia their home country is very alien. 
What do you mean? Like uh... I don't know. They, they they never say Australia. They just say them just calling it their home country. It just sounds like they're aliens coming from a different planet. Well, sure. Okay. They say say Australia <laughs> or whatever. I'm I'm not trying to be too too we obvious need to here. Bring the titles back to our home planet. <laughs> okay, fine. They're related to Chris Statlander. What can I say? <laughs> they're all aliens, and uh, you know you you had me. You had me there. I was trying to give a fast one because you know you're the one that tries to get all these fast boys by me. Shout out, shouts out to Mustafa Ali, rhyming dictionary. But you know what? I can't get the fast one to you. You're right. They're they're aliens. You know what can I say? They're aliens, um, and they've been trying to. Uh, learn how to be human based off of Ty Dillinger, and that obviously hasn't been working uh, because he's also a weirdo. Even if you just said like their home country of Australia, just but the, just the fact that they didn't mention Australia at all or any specific country when they said home country makes it sound very alien. Okay, okay, chop busted. I get the note. I get the note. I understand. <sighs> Jesus. Okay. Damn. I can't. I can't get any fast one by Mikey. He's... Or, or that makes it sound like they're from parts unknown. <laughs> uh, <laughs> from Death Valley. Um, okay, let's keep moving along. Next up is a uh, uh, elimination chamber, the final elimination chamber uh, qualifier match. This one is against Elias versus Roman Reigns. Um, Roman Reigns is going to be the one that picks up the victory and joining the rest of the team in the elimination chamber. Uh, to earn that number one contender spot for the WWE Championship. So basically earn a, a match at WrestleMania. All right. Uh, I guess the question here, Mikey, would be, is Drew McIntyre, who is sort of kind of feuding with Roman Reigns a little bit, is Drew McIntyre making any sort of uh, appearance here today? I don't think so. I think he's biding his time, waiting for the hunt to begin. Then maybe... Waiting for the real hunt to begin of Elimination Chamber. Uh, and then maybe the only thing that happens is Drew McIntyre watches the match from the back. Okay. Right? That's, that feels like the only thing that really makes sense. Yep. Okay, there we go. Drew McIntyre is watching the match from the back at a weird-ass angle. Uh, Roman Reigns picks up the victory. That means the Elimination Chamber match for the normal contendership will be McIntyre Owens, Zayn, Gulak, Andrade, and Reigns. Uh, All right. One of which will be facing Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. I like it. All right, next up, we have a segment. It is another Eric Young vignette of him Ooh, and his client. And he the is announcing... ringmaster. The ringmaster. Oh, look at my rings. All three of them. I'm the master of them rings. Eric Young is announcing that the debut of his lion will be at the Elimination Chamber. His caged lion. That the show, it'll finally be time for the show come this Sunday at the Elimination Chamber. Mm. Be there or be square. <laughs> be there. This blink, Sunday. Sunday, blink Sunday. Blink and you'll miss it. Blink and you'll miss it. Eric Young, the debut of his caged lion will be at Elimination Chamber. Uh, and we, can, should we announce that match right now or should we save it for the end when we go through the card? Save. Okay, okay. Um, okay, what's next? Next up, we have another, we have our our six-man tag match from earlier, One Nation versus the Street Profits and their mystery partner, who turns out to be none other than someone from Ali's past, oh. Cedric Alexander. Oh, you're teasing me so hard there. <laughs> someone from Mustafa Ali's past, Cedric Alexander. Someone he's had all kinds of rivalry with mm -hmm, all kinds mm -hmm, of great matches mm -hmm. 
So I think it was the perfect choice for the Street Profits. But I agree. One Nation does come out on top with Ali pinning Cedric. Whoa. Ali pinning Cedric Alexander to pick up the victory. Big old win. This is the first win for One Nation What in what feels like weeks. Yikes. Um, and, uh, you know, the win coming from Mustafa Ali. Maybe Mustafa Ali is the game changer for One Nation. He is. He definitely seemed like the leader, uh, the uh, new appointed leader of One Nation. So uh, I'm yeah, terrified, I guess. Um, I'm terrified to see what happens, but, uh, I, 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 you know, I, I don't, I still, again, folks at home, I, I still not happy about Mustafa Ali turning heel and becoming the leader of one nation, but Mikey is the purveyor of the tag team division. So he gets to say what goes and the randomizer is on his side. You know, the randomizer typically is against both of us. It is absolutely not. Uh, but to, to me, at least, it appears the randomizer is on Mikey's side. So I don't know where these accusations are coming from. I and he's in denial because you know why? Why come out the truth? You know, why would the dark this order? Why would the dark order say who their leader is when they? Just... I thought we were on the same team, right? You know, well, we, I thought we were too. And then apparently, the randomizer's in your bed with Vladimir Kozlov. <laughs> don't. Listen, don't accuse the randomizer or anything. You know it'll turn on us. That's what the Dark Order wants you to think. Anyways, let's keep moving along to the main event. Uh, the main, main event matchup here. Uh, we still have one segment after that. But the main event match itself is Velveteen Dream with... Uh, sorry, Velveteen Dream versus Dash Wilder, who is with Drew Ooh. Gulak. Okay. Uh, Velveteen okay. Tree, Dream, uh, of course. The, Velvet, the Velveteen Tree. The Velveteen it's just a d- giant purple tree. That's uh, all it is, uh, folks. Uh, I guess you can. Is that what he calls his Christmas tree? The Velveteen Tree. That's not bad. I, I, I like that. I can't wait till Velveteen Dream like officially turns really heel and becomes the Velveteen Nightmare. <laughs> I like that. Uh, anyways, Velveteen Dream versus Dash Wilder. Um, who gets the victory here, Mikey? We we didn't pick who was getting the victory in this one. Do you think if Velveteen Dream had a Joey Ryan gimmick, he'd be the Pelvis Teen Dream? <laughs> I mean, if Joey Ryan was younger and <laughs> did that, so he's a pelvis teen. God, the pelvis teen dream? That sounds gross, honestly. I, the more I think about it, it's like, this sounds disgusting, and I'm not sure. If, <laughs> I think the pelvis teen dream is you just described a wet dream. <laughs> I think that's what you just described. Also, is that a finisher move, the wet dream? That's some oh. sort. That's some sort of submission. <laughs> what? What would that? Okay, Ryan. Okay, since we're going into this now, what would the wet dream be? After we had our had our whole thing about finishers, what was it last week? Was it something like that? Two weeks ago or something? Um, what is the wet dream as a what finishing? Kind of, what kind of submission hold is the wet dream? Okay, obviously it's Joey Ryan's submission hold. Uh, the wet dream would be a what's the what's that move? The wet dream is probably sort of like so. Zack Saber Junior does this sort of move. I forget what like the term for it is. Uh, if you if, if you look up Zack Saber Junior submits Tanahashi New Japan Cup, uh, it's kind of like that. Uh, but basically, he does like a forced split. So he like traps one leg and then grabs the other leg and like forces you to split your legs. I think that's the wet dream, definitely. Uh, for Joey Ryan. Yeah, that works. Yeah, I think something like that, that works. works. Um, of course, Zack Sabre Jr. adds, like, three more submission holds. Like, he does the forced move, but then he also does, like, a leg muffler and then does, like, an ankle lock, and 
He's doing all of this on. He's doing like three moves in one, and just goddamn, Zack Saber Jr. is a beast, and he's a great wrestler, and everyone should watch more of him. So yeah, I think that's what the finisher move will be. Let's decide on this match: Velveteen Dream Dash Wilder. Who is winning? Uh, hmm. Because we don't know. Because Velveteen Dream has a uh, match at. I kind of okay. So okay, here's the bold pitch here, Mikey. Obviously, I feel like Velveteen Dream should win, but, but, but I kind of, I kind of, I kind of think I want Dash Wilder to win. You kind of think uh, you're whispering. Sorry, I'm going. I'm going. Sorry, I'm doing. I'm practicing. I'm doing ASMR later. Uh, I kind of, I kind of think I want Dream to lose here. Ooh, very interesting. Why is that? Why would you like Dream to lose? Um, reasons mainly. Um, oh, you know, I reasons. See. You know, reasons. Um, the hit song by Earth that's, and Fire. Yeah, I mean, reasons is it. I mean, that's why we all do most things. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't really go into it now because it is sort of would be spoilers for uh, the match uh, at Elimination Chamber. But I kind of feel like Dream should lose. I don't know. I can't really go into explanation more than that. Maybe. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But maybe maybe you can talk easily talk me out of it. I don't know. I mean, him losing could definitely be an interesting dynamic. Right, going into the uh, going into the pay per view. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 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 Yeah, it's just a matter of what do we do? Getting defeated by one of. Daniel Bryan's like partners is very interesting. Mm-hmm. His cronies, yeah. His henchmen, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know uh, what uh, Velveteen Dream. Besides that, I mean, besides like just an idea I had, but I'm not even sure if it's a good idea. But maybe realistically, we could still do my idea of having him win. But I'm just trying to create like some different like drama situations, I guess, with him losing. Um, but I don't really know per se, so I guess really I'll, I'll throw it back to you, Mikey. Do you have do you have an idea? Do you have an idea of who you kind of want to win? I don't know. I think I like your. I do kind of like your idea, especially with it being Dash Wilder getting a singles win. Mm-hmm. Is also a very interesting prop proposition. Yeah. Yeah, there's something um, to that that I'm like, oh, right, good job, good job, him. Yeah, you know what? I think I'm gonna go with you on this one. Really? We're giving Dash Dashy Wilder a win over here over Velveteen Dream. Yeah, I uh, yeah. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you on this. I'm gonna follow you in. I'm gonna follow you in here. Okay. Well, with that out of the way, Mikey, let's get into the main event. I got a huge main event segment here for you, my boy. You ready for it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Here we go. Women's Can't wait. Elimination here. Chamber contract signing nothing bigger no bigger segment than a contract signing if i do say so myself Ooh, okay yeah i mean contract signings are always epic and crazy and lots of things going on mm-hmm. lots of pens things i'm written, sure this one will put be, the paper i'm sure this one will be no different uh okay first off we got a uh, gm page and all six competitors in the women's elimination chamber match are staying in the ring so that is baszler oscar banks carmella natalia and naomi uh, GM Page then invites Ember Moon to the ring. Of course, Ember Moon winning the Women's Royal Rumble, so she'll be facing one of these six women at WrestleMania for the title. GM Page opens the floor to anyone with something to say before the contract signing. 
Sasha Banks starts by saying that she cannot wait to get her hands finally on the SmackDown Women's Championship. Shayna may think she's the boss around here, but we all know she's a bully behind the legit boss's shadow. Naomi comes in saying Ooh. that... Naomi comes in saying that Sasha is a little bit of a bully too, though. And, and you know, that she's always trying to use people to get what she wants. And that ain't cool. Uh, Carmella then comes in and says that this Sunday is her opportunity to come back into the limelight and earn back her title of the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, Shayna Baszler comes in and interrupts Carmella, telling her to shut her mouth because everybody knows that Carmella's got a zero Count them, 0% chance of winning on Sunday. What matters to Shayna Baszler is WrestleMania, when she gets her chance to beat up Ember Moon yet again. Last time they faced off, Shayna was tapping out Moon at NXT TakeOver to win the NXT Championship. Now she can do it all again at the grandest stage of them all, WrestleMania. Asuka then comes in, interrupting her. Asuka then comes in, interrupting her of some Japanese, yelling back at Shayna and defending Ember Moon. Seemingly, of course, is Japanese, so I'm not entirely positive. But she's she's doing those sort of things. Uh, Natalia comes in and tries to defuse the situation. Uh, tries and tries to thank GM Page in the WWE Universe for coming to the realization that she belongs in the Elimination Chamber match. Then suddenly, Mikey, Nikki Cross jumps Natalia from behind. Uh, bumping, of course, what? bumps into Shayna Baszler and Sasha Banks. In the process, the two start throwing jabs, and an all-out brawl begins between all what eight women. Uh, Nikki Cross. Then, wow, that's a lot of people in that ring. Yep, Nikki Cross ends up going through the table. People start getting thrown out of the ring. Moon throws out Naomi. Oscar throws out Sasha Banks, and then Moon and Oscar turn around. And they are the only two left in the ring staring down each other. Uh, of course, being a tag team, uh, the crowd realizes what's happening. and They start roaring. Asuka points to the WrestleMania sign and, and Ember Moon nods in agreement. And they, of course, the two of them shake hands. Uh, Ember Moon and Asuka, I guess you could say, stand tall here. Ooh, I love the image. I love the image of Ember Moon and Asuka being the last two in the ring teasing this possible wrestlemania main event mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're getting a real tease we I, I my goal has been to tease possible wrestlemania main events for the past couple of weeks i don't know if you noticed this but I uh mean, you're getting there for sure these, these are pretty great I'm, I'm i've been teasing moon and baszler moon and banks uh moon and asuka uh, all all the teas. I, I I really came into it with this elimination chamber build, Mikey. About instead of like, um, you know who's gonna win the cha- who's gonna win the title, whatever, um, or like who's you know you know coming at it from the perspective of of who's who is uh, who's gonna win the title and go into WrestleMania or whatever. I've been really coming at the the I've been really coming at this angle as uh, who will then be facing Ember Moon. Like not whoever wins the title, okay. but then who faces Ember Moon? It's sort of I think maybe it devalues the title a little bit, but I think it also raises Ember Moon because it's like, oh, I want to face Ember Moon and beat her up or whatever. Um, I like that. Yeah, I'm really trying to do a good job on that, but that builds it. That that brings us to uh the end of this episode, Mikey. We have the Elimination Chamber pay per view around the corner this Sunday. 
Uh, but before we go, Mikey, of course, like every week, we have to hit that randomizer. Yeah, we do. Um, the randomizer is the thing that, uh, you know, makes us feel realistic. You know, it's the thing that gives us injuries and countless injuries over and over again. Uh, it causes heel turns and controversies to happen. You know, things really, the randomizer is just like Vince McMahon's brain. Um, so, you know, things that could happen at any moment. Uh, Mikey, uh, last week was, what, controversy or something? Yeah, we had to book a controversial moment. Which I believe was your turn to hit the randomizer, so that means this week is my turn, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I hit. The, I rolled the controversial moment last week, so now it is your turn to roll and hopefully not hurt us too bad on our go-home show. Yeah, uh, I definitely agree, because I definitely don't want to get uh, destroyed uh, by the randomizer. But we're seeing what happens. I've hit the randomizer. It's refreshing. Uh, it's taking a, a, a little bit, but as soon as it finishes loading up, I'll let you know what is happening, Mikey. Um, okay, it's loaded. Okay, I'm not happy about the decision the randomizers made, but you know it's it's a result, I guess. Uh, cut a match. Someone went over their match length or segment length, so now you have to cut a match to hit the two hour mark. I mean, with with that big contract signing, I guess that was that that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Someone went over in time, um, so we got to cut a match. I mean, it's got to be either Andrade and Grand Metal League or Roman and Elias, right? Well, it's got to be Andrade Grand Metal League because Roman Elias is the goddamn qualifier, Elimination Chamber qualifier match. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. So, yeah, it's got to be Andrade Grand Metal League then because that match has, like, no stakes on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it has, like, it has like tiny stakes, right? Comparatively. It has... It has like tiny ass stakes. Yeah, but I, it, like like it has it, it has stakes on it, but like comparatively to the rest of the matches, it's like, eh. Yeah. Okay. Well, then there we go. We cut that match off the board. Uh, sorry, Andrade. Son, sorry, Grand Metalik, but you're out of here. You're no longer in this card. Uh, but yeah. So okay, cool. So Andrade loses his momentum for Elimination Chamber. Uh, Mikey, let's go down this pay-per-view. Uh, we have this pay-per-view all righty, righty, rainy in front of us, Mikey. So let's uh, do some announcements and make sure everyone is prepped and ready for the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view special this Sunday. Mikey, I'll start us off. The pre-show is going to be, we said we were going to tease it, and we said we were going to announce it, so here it is. It's going to be the Lion. Should we say the names of these people? I think, the, I think if you're a long-time listener, you already know who this is going to be. The Lion, Rowan. With Eric oh, yeah. Young versus yeah. Cedric Alexander. Yeah, if you remember, if you remember from a couple weeks ago when we had a gimmick change, we did Rowan. Uh, that was it. So if you, in case you forgot, uh, the Lion Rowan versus Eric and Eric Young versus uh, Cedric Alexander is going to be starting off the show on the pre-show. After that, we have the Elimination Chamber match, which is Drew McIntyre versus Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn versus Drew Gulak versus Andrade versus Roman. Reigns for the number one contendership for the WWE Championship. One of those six people will be facing Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. Who is it going to be? Next up, of course, we have Miz and John Morrison Who taking be? on the OC for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. After that, we have the Iconics versus the Country Club 
for the women's tag team championships. Uh, next up, of course, we got AJ Styles versus Sheamus for the Intercontinental Championship. Sheamus, AJ Styles is defending his title against Sheamus. Sheamus going for the Intercontinental Championship, the only title he's never received in his entire career. He's going for it here, folks. Can he do it? And after that, we have a triple threat match for the WWE Championship between Daniel Bryan, Keith Lee, and Velveteen Dream. Velvet, the Velveteen Tree, baby. And finally, in our main event, it will be another Elimination Chamber match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Shayna Baszler taking on Asuka, Sasha Banks, Carmella, Natalia, and Naomi. That is our card for the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. So if you want to listen to that show, listen to the results of that card, then definitely subscribe to this podcast feed so that you can get that show when it drops on this Sunday. It is free per view, so uh, like Mikey coined earlier, it is free to listen. So definitely go for it. It's not ninety nine nine ninety nine a month. It's our it's our it's our free per listen. <laughs> yes, free per listen. Uh, so definitely uh, go listen to that. Definitely subscribe to the podcast feed uh, so you can get that this Sunday. Um, also, you can follow us on Twitter at Hit the Books Pod. Uh, there we get all of our thoughts and more news from us about what's happening in the world of wrestling. Uh, Mikey, any other things? Any other things to plug? Well, yeah, we got Mikey's Indy 500, which is a show where I will be watching 500 independent wrestling matches in the year 2020. It is my race for the independent scene, and I would like you guys to join me on this race by suggesting matches for me to watch. Go to at hit the books pod on Twitter and tweet at us your suggestions using the hashtag HTV 500 and let me know what indie matches I should review. Yeah, definitely do that. It's definitely worth the subscription alone. Not only do you get the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view special this Sunday, but also tomorrow will be a whole other episode of Mikey's Indy 500. Uh, so definitely check that out when it drops on Saturday. So your subscription is worth even more. It's already free, but you get way more content uh, just by subscribing. So definitely go do that. Again, follow us on Twitter at HitTheBooksPod and leave a review on iTunes. It would greatly, uh, uh, we would greatly appreciate it if you do. Uh, leaving a review allows other people to find their show. It, it lets you, lets the world know how much you appreciate our show. And really, it, not really the world, but really us. It really lets us know how much you like the show, whether you like it, whether you hate it, whatever you feel about it. But preferably, five-star review. Hey, and you will leave it. We'll read it out. We'll read out the review on air uh, if you leave a review. Five stars or more, of course. Naturally, Dave. Mave Delts. We're looking at you, Mave Delts. Mave Delts. Oh, the big boy Mave Delts. Hey, big boy Mave Delts. Look at those. Oh, look at those shoulders. Look at those deltoid muscles. Oh, yeah, baby. Ripping through his shirt, Mave Delts. Oh, look at them. <laughs> Ripping through that tight tie-dye oh, shirt. Ooh, really, really look into those shoulders. I don't know why doing the Mave Delts voice hurt my throat so bad. Oh, the, those shoulders coming out of that Ooh, tie-dye shirt. Of Mave... Ooh, the big shoulders of Mave Delts. Whoa, is that the Tokyo Dome in your arms, or are those just your delts? Oh, dang. Those are some six-star delts, if you ask me. <laughs> I love Mave Delts. He's my favorite character I think we've ever made on this show. Um, anyways, thank you, everybody. <laughs> For listening to this week's episode of Hit the Books. Of course, tomorrow will be Mikey's Indy 500, another episode. And then Sunday is the Elimination Chamber pay review. We hope you can subscribe and listen to all that content coming your way. But until next time, 
I've for Mikey, I have been Ryan. We've got two words for you. Book it. Hold one. Arm drag. Don't tell me. You are the one on one.